Ahoy there! Welcome back to the Bible Pirate Advent Calendar. My name is Matt Valor. This is day 21. Solomon might have been an extraordinary king, but his desire to bring peace, his hundreds of wives married to secure hundreds of treaties, meant that he could not obey Yahweh's command to keep all other gods out of Israel. And eventually, predictably, Yahweh became angry with him. Altars for Chemosh, god of the Moabites, and Molech, god of the Ammonites, were built in the mountains east of Jerusalem. Astarte was also honoured with shrines throughout Israel. Some people worshipped her as Yahweh's wife. Yahweh was not happy. A man called Jeroboam, from the tribe of Ephraim, the largest of the two tribes of Joseph and the largest in Israel, was in charge of a number of slaves used for construction in Jerusalem. He was met by a prophet called Ahijah on the road out of the city. Ahijah was wearing a new cloak. When they had walked into the open country, Ahijah took off his cloak tore it into twelve pieces and gave ten of them to Jeroboam. This is what Yahweh says, said Ahijah. I am about to tear this kingdom from Solomon's hands and give ten of the tribes to you. One tribe will remain loyal to Solomon and his descendants because I will honour my sacred promises to David and I will remain in Jerusalem, David's city. Solomon has not kept my commands like David did, but if you do, then your name will also be great like David, and your house will also endure. When Solomon found out about this prophecy, he tried to have Jeroboam killed, but the rebel leader escaped to Egypt, where he waited for his chance. Solomon was king of Israel for 40 years. After his death, his son Rehoboam went to Shechem, where people had come from all over Israel to make him king in his father's place. But Jeroboam had returned from Egypt and gathered people to him, and they said to Rehoboam, Your father Solomon oppressed us. He made us work like slaves in hard labour. Make our work easier, and we will serve you. But Rehoboam replied, My little finger is thicker than my father's thigh. He flogged you with whips. I will flog you with scorpions. So the people of Israel dispersed and went to their own tribes Across the whole nation they sung laments, sad songs to mourn the house of David, from whom they now felt a deep betrayal. Rehoboam reigned as king over the tribe of Judah, but when he sent Adoram, his slave master, to the other tribes, they stoned him to death. So King Rehoboam fled to Jerusalem and the remaining tribes anointed Jeroboam as king, 
And so it was that after less than a hundred years, the United Kingdom of Israel was divided. The centuries that followed saw many kings come and go. Israel, the kingdom in the north, now comprised of only ten of the tribes, did not follow Yahweh's commands. With Jerusalem and Yahweh's temple in the new kingdom of Judah, which also included Benjamin, Jeroboam had two large golden calves made and fixed one in Bethel in the south of his new kingdom and the other at Dan in the far north. These are the gods that brought you here from Egypt, he proclaimed. And so the northern kingdom of Israel continued to follow many different gods, whereas the southern kingdom of Judah had the temple of Yahweh, though their allegiance was more or less fickle, depending on whether you read the books of the kings or the chronicles of Ezra. Once again there are too many stories to tell here now of the different kings and the prophets that arose to challenge them. The first and greatest of these was Elijah, who lived during the reign of King Ahab of Israel. Elijah challenged the prophets of Baal to a showdown on Mount Carmel. They built an altar and called on their god to send fire to burn it up. When this failed, Elijah did the same and even soaked his in water to make it harder to burn. But when he called on Yahweh, fire poured down from the skies and Elijah killed every one of the hundreds of prophets of Baal. Exhausted, Elijah escaped and ran for forty days and forty nights until he reached the mountain of Yahweh at Sinai and hid in a cave. The earth shook and a firestorm bellowed around just as it had done hundreds of years before when Moses had climbed it to receive the tablets of stone. But this time, Yahweh was not in the storm or the earthquake. And then the sound of utter silence. And Elijah went to stand at the mouth of the cave to listen. And then the silence spoke, and it was Yahweh. After many kings had come and gone, and many prophets had spoken against their corruption, Israel was invaded by the king of Assyria. The Assyrian Empire was at the height of its power and King Shalmaneser V led an army down into Israel to Samaria, its capital, and set a siege against the city. The king of Israel was Hoshea and he could not hold out against the Assyrians. The land that was promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob was taken away from Israel and the people of the ten northern tribes were exiled throughout the Assyrian Empire, way up into the land that is in modern-day Iraq and further east into the land of the Medes in modern-day Iran. An exile is devastating, treacherous and brutal. Families are broken apart. Rituals and sacred places abandoned or destroyed. One way of life, tied to the land in which a people live, is cut open 
and its inner workings are strewn over vast distances like the blood and guts of an animal whose intestines have been savaged by vultures. There is no recovery from exile, no relief, no way to reset. Israel would carry these scars for many hundreds of generations to come. While Israel was over, however, the kingdom of Judah remained, and it was not done yet. <laughs>